0: Good evening, everybody. Thanks for waiting with us. It's Friday night. It's 9 o'clock. It's time for the What's on Joe Mind team stream. How's everybody doing this evening? Oh, yeah. And uh, joining us. As was old... that meant...
1: Wait, was that meant for us?
0: No. <laughs> okay. Rhetorical for the crowd. Yeah, second. for the crowd. Live chat. Uh, I'll get to you. Uh, like, when do I not get to you guys individually? I'm just saying. Are you? I didn't...
1: I was torn. I didn't want to be rude,
0: but I didn't want to step on you either. I mean, relatively speaking, you're new, but you're not that new. I'm
2: new-ish. <laughs> like Geologically speaking. I got more seniority
0: <laughs> tonight than usual. That's true. True. <laughs> but uh, joining us this evening, uh, of course, he's he's usually here. Uh, former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's <laughs> Mark Weber.
1: What's up? It's Friday night. I got... M- I got a new light right look at how i'm shining i'm glistening I'm a little brighter which is hard to do but here yeah. i am yeah. i think yeah. the
0: term is more reflective
1: yeah i'll be probably I'll be sunburned by the end of the show but that's you know i'm willing to sacrifice that's right for the faith right. pay. yeah yeah absolutely Internet stardom. and
0: uh joining us in the bottom row joe colton is on assignment keeping the world safe for democracy <laughs> at a steakhouse in the Washington. Yeah. District. And passing the A
1: one right now.
0: Hey, look, we we all have dating anniversaries. They need to be observed. I'm not gonna give her any grief on that.
1: We like Wes. Anything that celebrates West, we're good. good with.
0: We're good, yeah. we're good. Whatever, whatever keeps the wrist lock happy,
1: we're yeah. down. We're yeah. Good. And and she may be at a nice steakhouse, but we went to the top shelf for our guest host today right the good right.
0: stuff we got ourselves the a1 that's right from articulated points you may know him as biff hunkyduck <laughs> uh his real name however philip donnelly is with us
2: hey guys thanks for having
0: me <laughs> it's been a few months since you joined us uh, last time you were here uh you were subbing for mark uh, yeah if you're, if you're subbing for joe it's it's kind of a like all that's left is to sub for me and that's really the that's a that's a feather in your cap if you pull that one off.
2: You know, uh, thanks to you, I've had a few tries at Team Stream, stream Yard here, so, you know, I can get it going. <laughs> you misspelled his name, man. It's you? actually Irish. a Mick Honky Dunk. It's Apparently, it's, a, it's an Irish.
1: <laughs> See what happens when you leave a Mick out. It's not pretty. No, I,
0: what happened is uh, it, it auto-corrected me. It didn't like the
2: Mick.
1: <laughs> oh, Apparently I type honky donk too much. Right? So or, or is it <laughs> is it racist Streamyard? And then I get that Irish out here.
0: StreamYard's trying to whitewash us, trying to wow. knock out the Irish. Wow. We, Who we knew? knew? After We had Irish guests.
2: Yes, it's right. the 1870s all over again. You know my last Man. name is Irish, right? <laughs> Donnelly Me. is an Irish name.
0: Now we're talking. Yeah. McConkey Donk is Irish, yes. Yeah, from the Dublin
1: McConkey yeah, Donk. So if if you was know Maconky Donk, it would be Scottish.
2: Scottish. That's an important distinction to make, yes.
1: I wonder what the tartan is for the McConkey Donk clan there from uh from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Golden arches for sure. Yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> probably some neon colors. It's a- some battlecore ninety three look.
0: What, what's the uh, what's what's the the burger joint out your way? Is, is that In-N-Out in your neck of the woods?
2: Yes, it is. There's one just about a mile and a half that way.
0: Double double, <laughs> animal style. You know, I've never had an In-N-Out burger. It's oh, good. I'm, I've not I've not been to the West Coast. I've been to many places in these great states of ours. But I have
1: not made it to the West Coast yet. I don't, I wouldn't say In and Out is life changing, right? Like it won't be the best. There's a burger. lot of people
2: who oversell In and Out, but it's pretty yeah. good.
1: <laughs> it's a really good fast food burger, and their restaurants are always clean. They get you through quick because they deal with a lot of people. They know what they're doing. They're not expensive, and their employees
2: get four hundred one ks.
1: Yeah, and it's it's just quality. You know, you never get a bad one. So I'm a, I'm a fan.
2: Although I have found people tend to love or hate the fries, there's no in between. <laughs> you
1: could get the fries like double cooked, and they're a little
2: better. Yeah, a, the,
1: the secret the, menu, right?
2: The secret yeah. menu, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, uh, I figure I, the way the way I was progressing there for a while, I went to, you know, was born in New York and raised there. Then was spent a lot of time in Indiana. Then got to Missouri. Then got to Western Missouri. So I figured I would get to the West Coast by the time I was 70, but now I've started going back east.
1: There's got to be eventually a convention or a San Diego Comic-Con or something that will make the big pilgrimage. Maybe, maybe.
2: Star Wars celebration.
1: <laughs> West, coast, West Coast is nice, man. 2022. I'm West Coast at heart, absolutely. I mean, does it really
0: count as West Coast when you're in Arizona? That's like no coast. No, but I, but I
1: grew up in Oregon. <laughs>
0: So then yeah, that's west coast, there too. At Bend, man, Bend is pretty far from the ocean, yeah. Well,
1: compared to what? Well, uh, that's fair, yeah. <laughs>
0: closer to the ocean than I am right now, yeah. I mean, I'm
1: the ocean's over there, <laughs> but uh, I, it doesn't feel like the beach here, in Rhode straight Rhode ahead, but whatever. Yeah, I have, I have great lakes
0: nearby, but that's that's as close as I get. How many? <laughs> uh, a couple of them. Hmm. I mean, Indiana's not that far, we border, uh. Lake Superior.
1: Yeah. They're creepy at night. Ooh. Well,
0: it, it, it's what happens is, uh, you know, the that Edmund Fitzgerald song starts
1: playing. Yeah, and before you know it. Gordon Lightfoot's always hanging around. Before you know it, that lake gets kind of eerie.
2: Ooh. Yeah, there. <laughs> we got jokes.
1: Bad joke with a one-minute setup. Oh. <laughs>
2: That's fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> that's garbage. You, did, you didn't move give me time. Give my glass. <laughs> you got to give me more time. Or I right, don't get the glasses off.
0: Okay. All right, I I I, st- I tripped tripped up the
1: joke there. My <laughs> bad. it's not funny if you come back and I'm putting them on. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, lame. It
0: is. But if you come back and they're on, that's not funny. Comedy
1: for reasons. Yeah, I learned that from uh, from Biff Henderson building the pyramid of comedy.
0: So, Philip, you're uh, you're showing off your toy cred by by being in front of a bookcase full of toys tonight. What you, what are you displaying?
2: Um, there's a whole lot of princess Leia up there that my head tends to block. <laughs> um, I got uh, one sideshow Baroness right there. The rest are the custom Lady Jay, Cover Girl, and Zorana. and then a freaky cyborg snake eyes that weirds me out. I take his face off.
1: I remember that guy.
0: <laughs> I, I, I stand corrected. My geography is off Lake Michigan. That's fair enough. Lake Michigan is on. I, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. know if
2: I, I ever took the helmet off
1: that snake, guys. Lake Erie is on the border.
2: It's not pretty. His jaw articulates, though, so if you want to get even weirder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good, good for the guy that doesn't talk.
1: I agree Huge section of the internet going, I thought Snake Eyes was a
2: white guy. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I just keep getting the image of the Warner Brothers frog and him just doing a, hello, my baby, hello, my right. honey. Right? Or,
0: and, and you're the only one that sees it.
2: I, I keep trying to tell people to look, but they don't. Whenever they do, it just stops. It's it's crazy.
1: They made a Storm Shadow, too, didn't they? Like a ma- a and American a Duke.
2: Set?
1: Yeah. A robot Duke, that's right.
2: I don't have those two. I just managed to get <laughs> Snake Eyes. The other two sold out before you get to them at Comic-Con.
0: Duke or Robot?
2: They are all cyborgs. It was It's a thing this whole toy line has. I don't get it, but there we are.
0: <laughs> but you, you bought it
2: anyway. It's just going to be uh, haunting us tonight because the mask keeps going off.
0: See, <laughs> hey, Diana Davis, she has two two dukes. She she's she's kind of local to you, Phil. She'll give you one. <laughs> That's
2: I, right.
1: I, I doubt it.
2: <laughs> me, I'd have to trade
1: her, me, I have a trader. her One of my dukes. <laughs> let, let's be clear,
2: <laughs> Diana's
1: a, Diana's a friend and a great part of the community, but she's not just giving away dukes. <laughs> That's not how it works, I don't think.
0: Bill is actually lying about not having a Duke,
1: just so she won't come take it. Yeah, it. No, There are no Dukes in the Donnelly household.
2: None. No, no, none, none. It's not like I have a bag full of them right over there. Right. <laughs>
1: no.
0: There we go. Longtime listener, first-time live viewer. Well, welcome to the party, Tyler Anglin. That's right. Good to have you. Do I'm
2: sorry, adjust- your first time was with me.
1: <laughs> I, if I had a nickel, yeah. <laughs> and do not adjust the uh, the color on your set, I am this white. <laughs> it's just how it comes.
0: <laughs> My goodness, uh, so yeah, well, first, we want to cover the news this week, but there really wasn't a whole lot of it, Um, so instead of, of news news, what we'll do is uh, uh, give a quick update on the Kickstarter that our friends Brian and Patty were on the show last week. And by all means, when we're done here tonight, I'll go back and watch that one because we we, uh, we chat really good with those those fellas. Uh, it was nice to talk to them again about times gone by. But now, right now their, their goal in American dollars is 32904 and with six days to go, they are at 22140 Uh, So they're about two-thirds of the way there. So if you're thinking about pledging uh, Total Action Force the Battle Years, this is the time. And we're in the last week. we got to get that thing going. Uh, we got to get this one funded. It is for a reference type guide, which is what it's going to be. Uh, it's going to have lots of pretty pictures of action figures doing fun, fun things. But as a reference guide, it's really not that expensive, especially when you figure in that the cost of your pledge also includes worldwide shipping. Uh, so really, you're you're getting a pretty good deal on this one for what you are getting. Um, uh, so by all means, give that one a look. Uh, I will get the link to it up in the notes. It's not there right now, uh, but it'll be there in a little bit. And, and uh, by all means, check this one out if you're interested at all in... Uh, UK's action force from the 80s, the stuff that Kalatoy put out, and the history of it, just just all kinds of great action style photos that that Brian took. He's one of the best toy photographers you'll find. Uh, just by all means, check that out. So please, let's get them, let's get them funded. Let's get this project going. It's really a one of a kind and uh, type of opportunity.
1: Yeah, and the photography they've been sharing. You know, all along, but this week they've been debuting some new stuff. It's incredible work, and I got I got on board last week, so you know they could they could use some support from the community. And we'll have the, I'm sure we'll have the link down in the show notes for you to click on later on and uh, and uh, help them out. This is this is a really cool thing, and, and it'd be a shame if it didn't get uh, get funded. Yeah,
0: and again, they're 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 close. This is certainly doable. Uh, they've gotten a pretty good bump since we talked to them. So it's uh you know the what's on Joe Mind push. We always we always come through for our Kickstarter folks.
1: Let's call them right now. Maybe they want to give it a little plug live. Uh,
0: I don't think at 2 15 a.m. No.
1: I, I They're think. just coming home. Isn't 2 a.m. last well geez in <laughs>
0: Ireland?
1: What's the last call in Ireland? There isn't one. Right? There's just a that's mass. <laughs> right. <laughs> Last call is Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Right,
0: it it's just <laughs> the point where the bar starts serving breakfast. That's right.
1: <laughs> they just they just switch from beer to communion, right? <laughs> this is terrible.
0: Anyways, so that that's really, that's the news. That That's the news. It is a big post soc episode. You guys have really filled up the post with your letters this week. Uh, so we're going to take the opportunity to go through those and give those uh, the answers and the thought they deserve. Uh, we may even let Phil answer a couple.
2: I, I don't know. That's a dangerous precedent.
0: <laughs> uh, but no promises. There we go. Tyler's getting on there. I am probably going to buy my wife's husband that Action Force Battle Years book. That's you a good it idea. Together. You get that, that guy rocks.
1: He's yeah. off. Take <laughs> care of that guy.
0: I'm in the live stream and look at him making a difference right there.
1: Mm-hmm. Bang. And not not to scare away the first time guy, but I've seen that guy hanging out with your wife lately. <laughs> you know, be careful with that.
2: Well, now you get to say that what's on Joe' mind changes lives,
1: right? And and <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you, she's never looked happier. So. <laughs> hey, that, that
0: wouldn't have happened without what's on Joe' mind.
2: That's right. That's right. <laughs>
0: We bring people together. Bring people together, and then those people write books.
1: Yeah, and we bring people together, except Joe Cole.
0: That's right. And we, tend to, we tend to drive her away at, around once a month.
1: You know what? It depends on the steak, right? There are steaks I'd choose over the show, so fair, fair <laughs> enough.
0: Even is there a steak you would choose over Biff Mccocky duck?
1: No, but <laughs> I'm a prime cut, baby. Right, but. <laughs> I could see a, a a picture of a beautiful steaming steak, and it, for underneath <laughs> it, it says "from the collection of Bill Thompson. <laughs> 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 like <laughs> yojo dot I've seen that plenty uh, from from the site the site that will not be named. But uh, let's
0: let's go ahead and get into the postdoc, and that's 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 the first letter right
1: there. First, wow. of okay. I thought were, I thought it was shy.
0: <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of questions about different toys and a few about the movie. The one question I haven't seen is this. Do you think they will reveal Snake Eyes' real name in the movie? I mean, it is very very rare to have the main character of the movie not have a name. Also, Snake Eye's real name is never- I've always been a guy than comic guy. If you give Snake Eyes a name, I hope it isn't something goofy like Twinkie Wrinkle or, wait for it, Biff McConkie Donk. Your thoughts. He doesn't look
1: Irish. He doesn't look
0: Irish. Matt Rubin via email. Shots fired, Matt Rubin. Shots fired.
2: I don't have to take this. I'm going home.
1: How do you you respond to this aggression? I mean – the one name, isn't the one name that's been kicked around a little bit by by Larry uh, Hama? Isn't it uh, Bob Light? I think I heard that knocked around a little bit, that that might have been the name of the actual GI or the actual person that he sort of styled the character after. Because most of his original Joes were styled after people he really knew, mm-hmm. so... I, I seem to remember that and maybe in the comments people can verify that because I'm not I'm certainly not the number one Joe expert out there, but I thought I remembered that getting kicked around. The bob light might have been of course the sword what's the sword name? Morning Light.
2: Morning Light, yeah.
1: Yeah, so they won't they won't double up like that.
0: Yeah. I, you know it wouldn't surprise me if he comes into this with the name Snake Eyes already. Like that's already his, his handle
1: or his code name.
2: That's what they call him on the streets. <laughs> right?
1: So street cred- I mean, it's pretty clear that he is a, you know, an operator or a made man or an XGI or, you know, he's a badass from Jump in this movie. So you could get away with it.
0: Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me. I I think, I do have a feeling that we're going to at least get a first name. But we might not get a full name.
2: A plot twist, his real name actually is Snake Eyes. Right? <laughs> It's Mr. A- Eyes, I presume,
0: it's, it's Snake
1: Guys. It's just, no, it's a. It's, it's been a-, a, mis, a It's been a misspell all along. His real name is Snakey. Yes, <laughs> Snake <laughs> Guys. <laughs> He's from Long Island, right? Hey, use guys. Use Snake Guys.
0: So, do what? What do we think? There, there. You see what we think. We don't think anything constructive. That uh, never. It's difficult as we're staying away from spoilers. Uh, we're not going to talk about spoilers, and um, uh, you know, and like I said, I, I we haven't I haven't watched any of them or read any of them to know any better about it. Anyway, so sure, uh, I, I I could see it either way. I, I think it's a better movie if you give them some kind of a name, but we might yeah. not get
1: the whole name. I don't know if it's a spoiler, but I looked up the translation, uh, the Japanese translation or the translation from Japanese for Akiko, and it translates to dead girl walking.
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're making you so embarrassed right? It translates to Big's dark lighter, which is weird, you know, but I
0: feel real weird about putting putting Akiko on his his girl Hall of Fame back there.
2: Man, right she's not on there yet No, all right, you just
1: need to save room for a little tiny box of ashes because
2: Ooh. or there's that dust bunny in the corner
1: yeah, ain't gonna last long you know what, the, take the mask off of snake eyes that's a key code <laughs> and you're all set
2: Oof.
0: So ne- next question and uh, thank you for the, the, the line there Matt Rubin, we appreciate it uh, good evening, what's on Joe Mine Crew do we have any educated guesses on when the classified Baroness figure will be recolored and re-released, hopefully to a wider audience? Obviously, this depends on Target's contract with Hasbro. Personally, I think a modest amount of silver highlights would look still look great, while clearly being different from the original release. People like me who refuse to let scalpers win would eagerly buy it. That is from Brad Glynn via email. And thanks, to for the, the line there, Brad. We don't know anything about release schedules. We we got nothing. We got no no insides there. I would figure that they'd have to do that sooner rather than later, just for the demand of that Baron figure Mm -hmm. and uh, and what she's doing on the secondary market. I mean, you'd figure that somebody in Hasbro sales wants to get in on that action. Yeah. I mean, these fans don't want to give a scalper two hundred dollars, but. They'll gladly give you 25 if you just put the figure out again
1: well and that's that's one of the real opportunities for it as you say 25 but it was actually a40 dollar figure right with the bike you can single pack it as just the figure maybe even just monkey the accessories around and it, you could release the same barrenness. that's the the one shame of it is it's it's the best classified figure it's I mean it is perfect. So they could do it in blue, they could add some highlights or whatever, but really the best Baroness already got released and not that many people got it. So if they could find a way to creatively even keep the figure the same, I wouldn't have any issue with that. It'd still. I mean, different. Star
2: Wars has their archive line. It could come back. You never know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd still be different if the packaging is different or the pose, you know, not that they pose their figures, but give her some different uh give her some different accessories take away the cobra from around her wrist who cares and just let people buy the baroness and if it if it still has to go to target fine um hopefully they they understand the value of that character better and they put it out in a number that you know even the casual collector can get it or god forbid the walk-up fan or new fan could get a look at it right
2: because that's just crazy talk, Mark. I, you know what? I I don't want to be a radical,
0: but that Ruben pops back in. With, I thought the Mainline Baroness was going to have the purple highlights and gold trim like she has in the video game. We don't know that either. That's just us taking a guess based on the box art.
1: I from from what I know, and I don't know much behind the scenes. She was going to have that per, that either purple highlights or half purple hair, and that got uh, I say fixed. Probably more accurate to say changed at the last moment. So budget yeah, it out. <laughs> I'm eternally grateful for that. Although at least it was, you know, if it was supposed to be black, that's easy to fix, right? Like everybody's got a sharpie,
0: right? Yeah, that, that would have been bad. So, yeah, to answer the the question, no educated guesses. Uh, again, we would think ra- sooner rather than later, but, eh. Like, like a lot of characters, we just don't know. You know, you, you figure uh, Beachhead will have to happen again at some point because he was tough to find. Uh, Firefly will have to happen again because he got caught up in all that scalper madness. The Cobra Viper is going to have to happen again because God only knows. Uh, so we've got all kinds of issues uh, with the distribution, of this, particularly on those exclusives. But what we forget here in the States is, is that those exclusives are still exclusives in other parts of the world, so whatever whoever paid for those rights, those rights haven't expired yet on all of the contracts. It's not just Target; it's Toys R Us in Canada, and and um, you know various retailers in in UK, Australia, and other places that we know are getting classified figures. So the fact that it, it ha- they haven't shown up again isn't all on Target. Target just has the US exclusivity rights. Uh, there's other exclusivity rights in other parts of the world.
1: And I think it's, it's you know, to be fair, and we're always fair and balanced here on what's on Joe Mine.
0: Never use that phrase again. <laughs>
1: the, cobra, the Cobra Trooper that started all the Fuhrer, right? The, the best Cobra army builder out there that nobody could find did get put out again, slightly different as Cobra Infantry, and no one has had trouble with pre-orders or finding that for a reasonable price online or even in store. So maybe no one is strong, but it certainly has been much easier to find the second time around. So we we will hope uh, that the other rare ones that people have had trouble finding will get a similar treatment. All right.
0: Knock on wood. So next letter. Hello again. I was wondering, do you think Hasbro lost the mold to the 25th anniversary Fang? The retro Fang currently being sold at Walmart is inferior to the 2008 version, in my opinion. And that is from Jason Latrell via Facebook. And here is what he's talking about that is the 2008 Fang, uh, courtesy of yojo.com.
1: Boo!
0: Look, look, only one image that was not all watermarked up. So,
1: Hey, we're gonna let, get- let's be real clear here. I was a big fan of yojo.com for 20 years, right? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Now under now under new management.
0: Not as big a fan as Biff McConkey Doc
1: was. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just want to make sure I'm clear about that. If anybody doesn't know the story, uh, and and Philip and Terry and some others did incredible work there for a long time, and it was the go-to. Number one, can't miss G.I. Joe resource online uh, before it got bit by vertical dope. Yep. Hmm.
0: uh, This is uh, the new one uh, via Walmart.com, their image, uh, complete with, you know, separated missiles and new pilot Captain Sexy there. You can't tell too many of the differences here, but you can tell one of the big ones uh, being the, the roll bar in the back by the engine. Uh, you see the panel up in the front by the cast. To, to, it doesn't really show in the illustration, but the newer one, the 2021, the body of the copter is considerably beefier than the one from 2008. It looks fairly different than the original toy from the 80s.
1: It's so, shorter, too, isn't it? Nose to tail? Then the 08 looks it, like it.
0: You know, I haven't measured them back to back. It, it looks like it, but that may just be the width of the copter playing mm-hmm. tricks with it. Okay. Um, so so I guess that, that is the question. Do you think they lost the mold or what's the deal with this?
1: Uh, I think that's probably most likely because why, why would you cut new steel if you didn't have to, especially when the 08 one is fine. There's nothing wrong with that 08 toy, Um, but, or maybe they, I mean, it's possible that the Joe Grand has passed through so many hands since, oh, about 2017, that it's possible they, they just didn't know, didn't know what they had and what they didn't. So I can't imagine them looking at having, knowing they had access to the 08 version and saying, you know what, that's not good enough, we can do better, and they cut steel and put this out. Not that there's anything wrong with it, I don't mind the new fang, but I think the 08 is superior, and it's not different enough that you would have demanded new steel get cut to, to put together something that's this similar.
0: Phil, you got any thoughts on the old fang versus the new fang here?
2: I'm thinking it wasn't the last one actually put out by Fun Publications, so maybe it got misplaced on their end. You know, you never know.
0: <laughs> That's true. They did have a con-exclusive. Uh, they, they sold it with Blades, the UK pilot.
2: Yeah.
1: So uh. So it could have been a savage mistake.
2: <laughs> Wouldn't be the first one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, how many more kills does Captain Sexy need to get promoted to Major Sexy?
0: Uh, Probably 17 or 18. All right, get to work. Cobra's tough. There's a lot (laughs) of guys out there.
1: I'm just looking, and how's it with the backpack peg in the pilot seat there? Where's his parachute, right? Because I watched a lot of these cartoons, and I know you can parachute safely out of the helicopter.
2: Well, those Cobra officers had the parachute come out of their web gear, so... They can pack them tight. That's a good trick. It's up, front. It's up front, right?
0: But um, I, my my problem with the Fang, with the new Fang, I really don't have a big problem with it. But if you think back to when they redid the Skyhawk in twenty fifth anniversary, they made the Skyhawk just a little bit a little bit bigger, and so it's a little bit meaner looking, and and it was just a good thing all around. And I think that's what they tried to do with the Fang here. They just didn't do it enough. Like, if you're going to give it a bigger body, you needed to give it bigger legs and bigger, longer blades to make it look like it could actually fly, even though there's no way in hell that this thing could actually fly. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think they did quite enough to make it bigger.
1: Yeah, the, Scott, the, the new Skyhawk is, is one of the few revamped or retweaked vehicles that's almost universally approved by the fan base, right? Yeah. Where everyone likes it. and they, I mean, everyone had the original Skyhawk because it was, I mean, if you were, of the, if you're of that age, because it was a birthday party present, right? It was a little 5 $6 thing. Uh, and they used it on a cartoon all the time. Right. Um, but it was one of the few Joe toys that really was kind of fragile, right? It fell apart and broke pretty easy compared to some of the other stuff. So yeah,
0: those skids were not, not heavy duty
1: now and the and the you know you bust the back panel and the and the spoiler off enough you know they're never going to sit real well after, you know after a lot of use so it, it goes up All there right. a little bit it's not the silver mirage but it's in the <laughs> con- it's in the conversation for joe toys that didn't hold up well which was pretty damn rare right
0: yeah, especially in that, well, you know what? Even the late run, they held up pretty well. Yeah. There was only one piece, so.
1: <laughs> the Cobra Rat holds up extremely well because there's no bottom to it. It's just, <laughs> it's just a shell. You could put your, if you're young enough, you could put your foot through it and wear it like a shoe over <laughs> a shoe.
0: It works as a toy. It works as a doorstop.
1: Yeah, it works for footwear, sort of. It works for Mortal Kombat, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Get over here! So there, there's that. Uh, if we're just going to give it one one-word answer, Mark Weber, two thousand eight or
1: two thousand twenty? Oh, 08 for sure.
0: Biff McConkey, Dunk, two thousand eight or uh, two thousand twenty? Two thousand eight. <laughs> I'm going to have two thousand eight as well. Yeah, again, it's a, it's anonymous. I don't dislike 2020, but 2008s the better one.
1: Yeah, it's okay. I'm glad they put out the 2020, you know. That's it's cool it's one.
2: not the Fang 3. That's all we're we're hoping for. Right.
1: <laughs> you no know, Fang 2 would probably be a nice update.
2: It'd be A nice yeah. change of pace at least. <laughs> I liked at
1: least the Fang 2 was totally different, right? Like they we went a totally different angle with it.
0: Right. It looked like something off that uh, Dick Dastardly would be flying
1: against. uh, (laughs) Trying to catch that. Or who's the bad guy in Sonic?
2: Dr. Eggman. Is that who it is?
1: Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik.
2: He's got both names. (laughs)
1: Sure.
0: Dr. Claudius T. Robotnik. I... Oh, it was. Uh, Rob and I, for some reason, we had a, co- we had a conversation that involved uh, what Chuck E. Cheese would be called in Victorian times.
2: Charles Edward Cheese.
0: Uh, no, actually, we went with Charlemagne Erasmus Cheese. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Char- Charlemagne Erasmus Cheese, Italian-style pies and chicanery. Yeah, I'm not buying pizzas from a guy that's
2: <laughs> still a rat trying to give you pizza,
0: right? And you see, like you see the the woodcut rat on the sign. You know, yeah, it just it would work. It would work. Anyway, yeah, because so.
1: back in the 1700s, people went to restaurants with rats on the sign.
2: They had no choice. They all did. They, it's actual, It's an actual rat that serves you.
0: It was Victorian England. They all they all had rats in them. They had no choice. I wonder but you if. Couldn't see, you couldn't see the
2: rats' ankles.
0: I wonder if there's any rats at Joe Colton's steakhouse
2: tonight. Ooh. I doubt it. Collar up and ask out of the blue, right? Hey, no, hey are there are
1: any rats there? A post op sure. question only you can answer. Any rats there like at the, the palm? Place.
0: Not many <laughs> places where the public can see. I don't have my phone within reach. Otherwise, I would send that text. Anyways, moving on. Next letter. Hey, guys. So, when COVID became a thing, I took on the project of finishing a hammer and a killer whale from basically shells. So far, I'm 95% done with the hammer. By God, that antenna doesn't seem to exist. And 80% done with the whale. Uh, what are your thoughts on restoring vehicles? Is it worth it? Do you only buy complete? Do you buy vehicles? Keep up the good work. Glenn Johnson via email. And thank you for the email, Glenn. Appreciate that. So, uh, Mark Weber, you, you've uh, we've talked about vehicles and you quite a bit, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. How do you buy them? Just I mean, out of the box so you can put them all together in the same color.
1: Yeah, I'm a, yeah right. I'm a, I'm an opener, so uh, you know if I buy in the box, it's getting open sooner or later. Um, I think the truth of my collection, it is so packed up and hasn't been unpacked in more than a decade. So I have almost everything that I want, and I hope that doesn't sound arrogant because when I was a kid, I shared a collection with another kid who was older than me. So we really, between the two of us, we pretty much got what we wanted, other than your. Uh, you know, your flags and your, we had the pterodrome. I didn't have the Defiant. Uh, So up until I got out, uh, we had pretty much everything we wanted and we were good with the toys. So we weren't missing much. Um, And I got to inherit the entire collection, but it's all packed up. So in my mind, I'm not missing stuff. But if I actually got it out, right, if I had the gigantic room to lay everything out in, I bet I'd find I'm missing a ton of stuff. So for now, it's just good not to know. So I'm pretty well set. There were a couple, a couple big holes in the collection got filled in the last year. I never had a mauler, never. Don't know why I, I didn't. You have,
0: you have Schrodinger's collection.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly it. Um, so and it's all packed up too. Who knows if it's in good shape? Are the veins from my whale in good order? I mean, it can't be they are not yeah I'm they, sure are they are a
2: fine green powder
1: <laughs> right i'm sure <laughs> so but the the two big holes of my collection never had a mauler and i got that this year um and i bought it complete uh but it didn't come with heavy uh heavy metal and of course my heavy metal doesn't have the mic so i still need the mic like everyone else and i never had a defiant and that was my great big, uh, Hey, I got a new job gift last year. Good thing I bought it quick. Um, (laughs) I have a really nice defiant up on wood. So it's not resting on the the thin axles, uh, downstairs. So I scratched a couple of big itches last year, but I did buy them complete because you know, I know they're rare and I know that stuff is legitimately worth what it costs. But I would never feel good about dropping. Like, I'll drop, I think I dropped 150 on the mauler for a complete mauler in working order with no figure. It's a little much, but it's all there. I would Even rather- a tow rope? <laughs> uh, no tow rope, sorry. No tow rope. So yeah, I consider it complete without a tow rope, right? But I would rather do that than drop 110 bucks on a tow rope, right? That's I'm never going to feel right about that. So I guess that's right.
0: Uh, how, what are your collecting habits with vehicles?
2: Uh, I generally don't have space for vehicles, so I generally stay away from them. Um, you'd be surprised how few vehicles I actually own. and They're usually in pretty played-with conditions, so, you know. Uh, that's the way it works for me. <laughs> Despite all the uh, archiving work I do, you'd be surprised how many things I have are incomplete.
0: <laughs> but when you do buy them, Do you buy them complete? or These
2: days, yeah, I tend to buy complete. um, Just because I know it's fun trying to piece things together. There is the joy in the hunt, but uh, those days are are long past me. I I don't have patience for it anymore.
0: (laughs) I deviate from you guys a little bit, because I will buy incomplete vehicles. And it just comes from for years and years and years um, getting to know people that own toy stores, that sometimes those pieces come around a little easier for me than they do for some other folks. Mm-hmm. So just from contacts from the, you know, mm-hmm. I got to know some of the guys in, in St. Louis who are toy dealers. And, and of course our great friends at Kokomo toys sponsor of the program. You know, obviously if I, if I ask Todd to keep his eye open for something, he'll do that because uh, Todd's a good, good people. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll bend a little bit on that just because it's, it's easier. I know you're spending less if you buy it all at once, but sometimes it's easier for me to pick up most of a vehicle at one point and then get the hard to find stuff a little bit later on and just kind of break the cost up that way. So I, I will piece things together. I have not undertaken anything as, as heinously complicated as a killer whale uh or fat with you know i I, i've learned to live without the super rare antenna type things hammer antenna type accessories like like that one um i just don't worry about them because lord knows glenn johnson you are doing god's work because you go insane before you find that antenna
1: the one thing that's curious or interesting about this, the hammer is one of the few vintage molds of size that still exists or did in uh, 2017, because we were planning to do a re-release of the hammer. And it was going to come with uh, the version two, a modern you know, modern style uh, version two rock and roll, which people had asked for for a long time. Mm-hmm. But when Toys R Us got out of vehicles, that thing died on the vine and that's why the club got the okay to make that version two rock and roll because we weren't going to make it anymore but would have been a cool pack it was uh i think i think the hammer's a great vehicle
0: i remember seeing that thing turn up on like toys r us lists that that just and then
1: disappeared yeah that was legit that was coming but
0: so when, when when rock and roll version two did come along, we we're like, well, I guess that's what happened to him.
1: That's exactly what happened to
2: him. Would it have been called the hammer, or because of trademark issues, would it have been called like the mallet?
1: Yeah, I think I think we were able to call it the G.I. Joe hammer. So sometimes you can, you, know, you can thread that needle a little it bit. MC hammer lawyered up? Yeah, something like that.
2: I think it might he have been, the money.
1: It might have been hammer versus rattler, I think. And it would have been a big vehicle set. If I
0: remember wow. that right, but yeah, that would have been kind of large because the Rattler's not small.
1: No, we were going to do Hammer versus Rattler, and we were going to do uh, an Arctic Dragonfly against the uh, a Polar uh, Cobra Stinger, right? Hmm. And get get guess what that Dragonfly was going to come with. The, the uh, hard to find piece of the mass device that nobody, the could get. yeah, the hard to find piece. And how was it going to attach to it from to go get up to the winch? We were going to make soft rubber tow ropes that would, and we were going to put like three of them in there, and they would have fit vintage maulers and vintage Wolverines, too.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, you're just saying this to hurt us now, aren't you? No, it? no. And
2: that's that's with the knife. Right,
0: right. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not the truth, Mark Weber, but you're saying this to hurt us.
1: Well, I know it hurts. It, it hurts even worse to come up for come up with it, get it green lit, and then get it canceled. That was a bad, bad day at the office for Mark Weber.
0: Everybody watching this on recording, every single person who sees or hears this just feels a little bit worse now, and that's your fault
1: rubberized toe ropes you get three so you can keep one with the set give one to your mauler give one to your wolverine right yeah bobby good he- there's
2: no little emojis floating through this chat right now because it all just be the teary-eyed one <laughs> bobby he even
1: once said sometimes it feels like i got two brilliant minds and yeah so <laughs> oh all this can be yours if the price is right. Uh, it's time to move on to the next letter. Do, 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 do. Sure,
0: why not? <laughs> Mike, Mark, and Phil. Yeah, he misspelled <laughs> yeah. Phil, but that's okay.
1: Close
2: enough. That's how you read it, right?
1: <laughs> the Portuguese spelling of Phil. It's, a yeah, it, it's not a misspell, <laughs> it's the pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: You all get an easy one this week because you've earned it. It's true. Why, thank you. You have the power to eliminate any released classified series figure and replace it with a character or version of an existing figure. Who is history and who is joining the party? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy from Joe Self via email. That's an easy one for me, Joe, because I am really not a fan of profit director Destro, so he'd be gone. Mm. Uh, that's an that is an easy kick out, and if I got to replace that with any one figure from the line, mostly, Mercer. What's that? <laughs> absolutely, so there is only one real cla- like if if they boarded up shop on Classified tomorrow, who's the one figure that people would say, you know what, that that guy's missing? Who's the one iconic character that is truly missing from this line? And that answer is storm shadow version one Mm -hmm. 1984 storm shadow that is that is an easy ad if we're going to kick out profit director destro uh 84 storm shadow is my my bring in just because he's he's it like yeah we we've got roadblock we got gung-ho we got flint we got lady J, we got beachhead so that's kind of your b list of joe's your a list obviously taken care of already Cobra Commander, Destro, Baroness, Zartan, Firefly. Major Blood. Major <laughs> Troopers and Vipers. Okay, yeah, you're missing a few other ones that are that are pretty neat, but you've got a core of, of a nice Cobra Force there, but you're missing Storm Shadow.
1: It's funny that I, I forget about us not getting him yet because I don't have any angst about it because I'm sure we will get him. I like that they got out a different storm shadow first uh, to you know sort of wet the appetite, and then they're obviously we're staying away from the movie. So right. I think down the road we'll get them. So I don't have any angst about it. I don't think I would have done it any differently. But you're right, you it is. Keep,
0: you have to keep somebody back because yeah. you can't you can't just push a, li- a line out there and and you know your your five characters are all from 1989 and later because that's all you got left. Okay. Yeah, that sort of thing is what kills your line, right?
1: Yeah, like, I, inher- I inherited when I got onto Transformers uh, Generations, their first year of the smallest, st- smallest version. They did Megatron, Optimus, Bumblebee, Starscream. And I'm like, oh, okay, sure, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Appreciate you leaving me some aces in the deck, but but it actually yeah. worked because it was a smaller version. So we pivoted and we made the smaller characters, the bronze, the Wind Chargers, Insecticons, guys that in scale would work with the larger scale figures that were out there. but but And that worked. But uh, yeah, they, they sort of played the hits
2: in that year one.
0: So, uh, Phil, we'll, go to, we'll let you have second crack at this
2: one. Uh, I would toss out Cobra Island Roadblock because nobody needs Cobra Island Roadblock. Sure. And add in uh, version two Hawk.
1: Ooh, that's a good one.
2: Good call. Good call. He was my guy growing up. I love that guy. I love yeah. that figure. And, and version
1: two was such an improvement on version one, right? It gave yeah. Some individuality. It gave him
2: character. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> with you. That version
1: two Hawk's awesome, a great figure. It held it held our appetite until the
0: the true version of Hawk in the spacesuit came along later.
2: <laughs> and we're talking the male-in one, right? Sure. <laughs> the neon colors. The proper. <laughs> blinding look. So, so you know who's in charge, right? And Where's also the, it, it takes out the opposition because they can't see him when they shoot.
1: That's right. Where's the boss? There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Mark, who what's uh what's your plan here? Now I'm not I always thought uh Profit Director Destro was was an overplayed trope, right? Like I almost wish it had just been that first one and then never touched it again. And Arthur Burkhart has some legitimate issues with that characterization so not a fan but uh and the yeah we didn't need that roadblock ish figure that came out but i'd get rid of gung-ho because there are things wrong with gung-ho that are wrong for the character and i believe you know hopefully by taking them out it would let them take out a crack at it and uh and represent him better that's the one that that bothers me because of the 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 weird decision with the tattoo, because even if you couldn't get the Marine Corps tattoo, there are ways to move around it. Having the army hat on a guy that's traditionally been a marine, just I would lose that one and the the one the one I think that that would just sing if they could get him on pegs and I'm sure they will uh, and it, does, it could be any one of these three guys, but some kind of environmental trooper, whether that's snow Job with skis or wetsuit or torpedo, take your pick. But I think I think those guys would look amazing because they'd be different than everything else we've seen. So love to, love to see any of those three, and I would bump Gung Ho out because I would like to see them uh, give that one another shot.
2: It's marine dress blues or nothing.
1: Right? Okay. I mean, <laughs> I but, but, I mean, the army hat and the... Would you bump Gung Ho for Gung Ho? For a better gung ho? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think gung ho is a great figure to use. I just, uh, I was, I was, by and large, I'm, you know, I'm careful how I talk about it uh, because I'm friends with the designer. Uh, But I, I, I question a couple of the decisions on that gung ho figure. You know, if I'd, if I'd been in that room, I would have, I would have waved arms heavily. Like I would have done the Kermit the Frog thing because it's just like, or don't do it don't do it right if you can't i mean you can put a shirt on him. doesn't have to be bare chested you can do a shirt with just the poke of the eagle tattoo sticking up
2: that's probably that version that 92 uh gung ho is really underrated
1: yeah like there are different there are different ways to do him, and i know they made him jungle trooper but you know changing the hats I thought it was short-sighted. So uh, yeah, paratrooper's a good good call too. Could be real.
0: The guy with the paratrooper for his logo says we need a Right. Beer. Yeah, right. He's uh not, but but I just wanted more, to put that in there.
1: I mean, I mean, we've gotten enough blowtorches over the years, right? But blowtorch would work too. Uh although that's a lot of yellow. Blowtorch at six inches might be
0: our our, right. our good buddy Eric Aranya, still has still has dreams about about blowtorch showing up <laughs> in his figures.
2: Right. You just make him look like Charbroil and call him Blowtorch.
1: Charbroil was a weird figure. One of my least favorite shows. Hard to hold the gun. Big fat tube coming out of it. Bug-looking helmet. Also red-haired. Yeah, red-haired, <laughs> but, but he's wearing burnt <laughs> orange, right? How much burnt <laughs> orange do you think in my closet, right? That's a
2: bad color choice, man. Maybe he wasn't a very good... You know, flamethrower
1: <laughs> It was maybe it was regular orange before he test fired the, uh, the dumb weapon
2: <laughs> Oh, the end is this side. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: He is, he is an odd one.
2: Never liked that
1: figure.
0: Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't like it. He was not he was one that they didn't make any real improvements on, was it wasn't he? Yeah. Like there there's a lot of times when you get that, that job <clears throat> um, when it when a job gets doubled up on the GI Joe team, like there's something that's really good about the second guy that has yeah. that maybe the first guy doesn't have, and it's a, like I love Stalker, but but Beachhead's a better toy.
1: Yeah, Dial uh, to- Dial Tone's much better than Breaker.
0: Yeah, dial Tone is a better toy than Breaker. I I'll argue that Sci Fi was not better than Flash, but it's at least it, he's at he's at least in the conversation. Like Sci Fi is not a bad toy. Yeah. Know? They, you know anyways, but yeah, like charboyle was as as the second flamethrower just you now
1: I don't know that downtown's better than short fuse. downtown's got a lot going on he he
0: does, but he was also supposed to be short fuse so yeah. maybe they changed his name to to spare him the the uh, the, 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 the shame <laughs> anyways. Next letter. Hello, everybody. Just recently watched WWE's Most Wanted Treasures with Sergeant Slaughter. As he opened up a tote looking for ring gear, I noticed a box G.I. Joe field belt, a cosplay item. What a great ambassador for the brand. Is this something the brand needs? That is from Daniel Rodriguez via email. And we got a nice picture of the Sarge from 3D Joe's there. But, um, Mark, you, you obviously, this was your job for a while.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Does a brand need a real-life mascot, if you will, or ambassador? I don't want to call Sarge a, a, a mascot because he'll yeah. kick down my door and snap off my head.
1: Right. It's <laughs> <laughs> not uh- like- necessary <laughs> i mean think about the other brands out there like the ones that have had longevity like turtles doesn't have that guy right like power rangers had i mean i know the cast from over the years do conventions and they're around but there's no one guy who's like mr power ranger um cullen and uh and welker come close for Transformers as the voices, right? The the iconic voices of Megatron and and, uh, Optimus. But I don't know that a brand needs it because so few brands have it. But, man, the stars just completely aligned for Slaughter, right? Right. I mean, he was already really well-known. He had been a heel for a lot of his wrestling career, but had just come off a, a big turn and a big face run in the WWF, so... And they, I mean, they I I don't say they catered to him, but they pushed that character hard on the cartoon. He's right. the, the shining knight of their animated film. Like he's the guy. And uh, it just worked. And I I don't know that you can hope for something like that again. It'd be like it'd be like baseball teams saying, What we really need is a mascot, and what we want is a Philly fanatic or a San Diego chicken kind of thing. And you're like, well, those are the only two that have ever really worked long term. Mr. Met. Yeah, I guess, but I'm he's no term. chicken. Mr. Met. Mr. Met is no chicken. He's no, no fanatic, chicken. right? Nobody's the chicken, right? Like, let's just say that the A's move to Las Vegas and they say, we really need a mascot to bring this thing together. I guarantee that mascot is going to be less Philly fanatic and more Mariner Moose, right? More Expos, Yuppie, than... than, uh, You're you're
0: bagging on the B-list of baseball mascots pretty hard.
1: Yeah, more than Orbit. This
0: is an institution, damn it.
1: Orbit in Houston, like, uh, yeah. So so I guess, long story long. I think it's it's really rare, and I think Sarge has been great for GI Joe, and pretty damn good for Action Force too. Uh, I must say, uh, credit to Bobby Valla, uh for always hustling. Um, but I think it's rare, and I think it's too rare to plan for or shoot for. And I don't I don't think they knew that Sarge was going to be that big ahead, right? I think they were surprised by the immense popularity of it. So.
0: Yeah, I think they anticipated Sarge being successful. I don't think they anticipated Sarge still being associated with G.I. Joe 30-some years later.
1: Yeah, yeah. and
0: That's that's going over big.
1: And the only uh, – I'll tell it just because it's relevant at the moment. The the best slaughter story I have, I was up on the stage as a, a bodyguard, right, a brand official at San Diego Comic-Con when he was signing for people. And there was uh, – I forget if he signed for. It wasn't that he signed for everybody. I think it was a break in the line somehow. They were queuing it around, so we had a couple minutes, and he was great, great to deal with, total pro. Um, and I wasn't going to be a nerd, a total nerd, but as a Joe fan and a wrestling fan, I'm up there with Sergeant Slaughter, right? We got a couple minutes. It's a bit. And of a so, cool. say again. It's a bit of a geek moment. Yeah, I mean it has to be. And I said, Sarge, if if you don't mind, I would love a photo. And, and absolutely. He stood up. He's man. He's tall. He's a big. And he's guy. lost. He's lost a ton of weight, but he's still big. Like he'll always be big. He's a large man. And put the Smokey the bear hat on, and you know he's he's a good six six with the hat on, and so he stands all the way up, and he's got the mirrored sunglasses on, and. <laughs> And he's ready to take the cue for me, right? Do I want the thumbs up, the big, you know, Dylan come in, uh, Predator hand clasp? Do I want the, the Cobra clutch? You know, what am I going for? I said, uh, could we lock up? Absolutely, he said. And so we do the collar and elbow, the standard pro wrestling lockup. And we smile, like a uh, buddy takes the photo. It's a great photo. And then I think it's done, right? Like, I don't be creepy. Uh, but it's hard to let go of that if the other guy doesn't let go of that. <laughs> so, and he's got, you know, he's, he's on. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to, I don't want to wuss out and slink out of it. Right. So I'm just, I'll, I'll follow his lead cool. And he starts pulling me in closer and there ain't, there ain't nothing I can do about it. So my giant head is getting bigger and bigger in his mirrored sunglasses. And he said, Back in mid-Atlantic, I would uh, I would take my thumb and before a match, if it was a guy I liked, I'd dip it in iodine. And when I'd pull him in close, I'd stick it up his nose. And so now Sergeant Slaughter is thumbing my nose because he's pulled me in close enough to do it. And A, what am I gonna do, right? And B, I don't think there's anything I could have done about it. <laughs> So he pulled me in, thumbing my nose with this big grin under that mustache, and my eyes bugged out in his mirrored sunglasses. And he said, so he said, uh, I'd dip it in iodine, I'd pull him in, and I'd stick it up his nose. And then in the most Sergeant Slaughter growl ever, he said, he'd smell that for a week. So good. We'll never forget that.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So anyway, going for a couple of minutes, Rob has a question. Isn't part of Orbitz Act in Houston bagging for trash cans for some reason?
1: Hey-oh. <laughs> so anyways. There's only four Astros left on that team from the Asterisk team, but they're all paying the penance this year.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Those four guys are important guys. So, sure, sure.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think I think Sarge was lightning in a bottle, and I think it, again it's great that he's he's with Bobby's acting force brand now. I think it's really helped that brand um, keep its momentum in between the launch of the Kickstarter and the sending of product, which mm-hmm. they're expecting later this summer. So I, I think having Sarge around doing appearances and being part of Action Force, it, it's a big deal. You know, it, It's been great for him. Um, and that's just a part of the effect that Sarge has for those fans that you're trying to get and keep. Mm-hmm. But is it is he necessary? No, because G.I. Joe was already full steam before they got him on board. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about where the, the light. he came on in 86, right? He was a mail-in. Um, so you already had five years of gangbusters G.I. Joe lineups. He even showed up. And, uh, yeah, just he, I mean, was, was he a graded one? Absolutely. Was he a necessary addition? Not really.
1: Well, it wasn't 86 the high-water mark with the G.I. Joe brand, right? I, I don't think it ever made more money than 86.
0: Yeah, it's so, – uh, yeah, it's just, you know, again, I don't think you're, I don't think he's taking anything away. He's no. he's bringing more to the table than he's taking off of it. But is he necessary? Eh, not so much. Yeah. An ambassador, a brand ambassador, a live action brand ambassador, not not terribly
1: important, but right. absolutely but, great to have. And it kind of shows the, uh, the lightning in a bottle they got because they followed it up with the fridge, right?
2: And, and nobody talked about the fridge.
1: <laughs> well, but, I mean, at the time, the fridge was the biggest deal in the NFL, pun intended, right? Like, that was an A-list lamb. That yeah. was J.J. Watt as a G.I. Joe guy. Now, yeah, he, right? was
0: a, he was a cultural phenomenon. People forget yeah. that. the fridge was a big deal, whatever pun you want to apply, yes.
1: And I know they didn't get him in the cartoon, and they didn't have a movie to spotlight on the fridge, so it is you know, apples to oranges or apples to french fries maybe. Um, but obviously it didn't have the same impact, right? To the collector base as Slaughter did, or they wouldn't have have used the the Slaughter image and the Slaughter voice as much as they did.
0: I mean the fact that Sarge kept coming back shows how how well the he integrated into there they did what four Sarge and Slaughter's figures in the original line?
1: That's a-, a
2: field question. Yeah. Yeah there are. <laughs> mail-in triple t uh slaughters marauders and the warhead
1: yeah that's it and the, the the shock of all shocks to me uh a year ago or so i was fishing out my original thunder figures i love thunder and the slugger and he came out and he had sergeant slaughters waist, and i had <laughs> zero memory of how that happened but if I if I roll it back, Thunder was one of my top five Joes. I just adored that figure. So I must have played it to death, broke the crotch, went, man, I can't get another Thunder, right? Like the slugger's not in stores anymore. I'm totally hosed. And then I went, Hey, Sergeant Slaughter's wearing black pants. So <laughs> I literally took the belt from Sergeant Slaughter and gave it to you your new Intercontinental champion.
0: Bring your disproportionately large hips over this way, Sarge. Right?
2: If Thunder wasn't a Marine before, he is now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's part Marine.
0: The important part. Next letter. Good evening. What's on, Joe Biden crew? Really enjoying the weekly live streams. You've had some really good ones lately. Like our earlier ones were just crap. So, yeah.
2: It's a learning curve. warm up. <laughs>
0: Especially like the Guilty Pleasures episode. We'll be doing that again at some point soon. Uh, today I was listening to a podcast on the latest Real American Hero release from IDW. Hopefully that was Racktime. Oh wait, no. no, hasn't, He hasn't done one of them in forever. Uh, from IDW and it crossed my mind as I, as I bag on Racktime Rob, who's in the next room. <laughs> it would be cool to see some of the new characters in the classified series. Would y'all like to see those too? If so, which one would you pick if you could only choose one? It might also be cool to see the mechanical versions of the October Garden. I love the original characters. Just think of some new blood would be cool as well. Keep up the great work. Doug, Stratoviper72dello via email. I'm As we go along, I'm starting to figure out and thank you, Doug, for including your Twitter handle on there because I had no idea who Stratoviper72 was, just that he He's really one of our one of our dedicated followers on Twitter. So now I now I know, and knowing (laughs) is half the But uh, so yeah, if you take one guy who's not from the the original eighty two to ninety four run, one character who appeared then after that time, who would it be? Phil, we'll let you go first on this one.
2: Um, Crosshair, I guess.
0: (laughs) Crosshair, good pick. Mm-hmm. Probably the best figure.
2: Yeah, he had a great design. Yeah, for once the accessories didn't seem to be out of place, and <laughs> just all around just kind of worked for him.
1: <laughs> Mark, who you got? I loved, and he got a figure. Uh, I loved Wraith. I thought Wraith was really cool. Cool name. Cool that he was a mercenary, so he wasn't part of Cobra, but working for Cobra. You can always do the translucent version of him as well like i thought he was outstanding and i think he i think he'd turn but even you know to go sideways from the question i would just i would prefer a brand new guy make a brand new character that's not in the comic yet and then when he's cool then you get him into the comic they used to do that with 12 figures a year at least right new blood joe and transformers have gotten so far away from that and Having that really deep lineup is fantastic for a brand, but don't be scared to put in somebody brand new. The fan base will eat it up.
0: I I along those same lines, Mark. I new character never had never been seen in plastic before. Where's Don Moreno?
1: Yeah. That's well, one. I think I think they're saying they would stay away from her this year because they don't want to confuse the snake eyes
2: thing.
0: I, but I agree, the, but how how are you going to confuse that?
1: Well.
2: <laughs> if you just put Don Moreno on the package of no color snake eyes, I guess, you know. <laughs>
1: have you, have you seen any snake eyes merchandise this year other than the <laughs> other than the purple grape flavored statue at GameStop? <laughs>
2: We're gonna have some in the future. There's right. pictures.
1: <laughs> no, just which I think I think they consciously are staying away from it. So the Snake Eyes movie is the only Snake Eyes out there, you know, right now and then. But yeah, except for Don Fortnite. Fortnite. Don Moreno is <laughs> great. Oh well, yeah, but Fortnite that's not coming out till January, right? So it's well. beyond. Well, the comics that. out now. <laughs> oh, is that is the Batman issue out now? Yeah. yeah. All right. Number
0: number one last month, Mark.
1: Number one seller. I'll have to.
0: I'll get like a. Fifth but but GI Joe's dead. GI Joe's terrible. Terrible property. Nobody wants to read that. <laughs> I'll get that
1: fifth printing. I hope he and Batman figured out their problem and then teamed up to fight Brainiac or whatever. They, they
0: actually, actually did not fight at all. They sat down and had tea, and it was delightful. I
2: love it. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace from all the superhero shenanigans he has to go through all the time.
0: It was nice <laughs> those gentlemen just talk out their problems.
2: Right. Well, at least one of them. Since
1: Snake Eyes is so suddenly, <laughs> since you are so suddenly verbal, Uh You're very
2: erudite, yeah.
0: just typing stuff out on his phone. <laughs>
1: I'll wait for the movie when Batman can shoot at him with all his guns.
2: My dinner with Snake Eyes
1: was <laughs> comic book action at its finest.
2: <laughs>
1: they the, had a battle on the. They battled on the astral plane. Sure, There's
0: a uh, Rack time, Rob will cover the events of. Batman Fortnite number three, and the next rack time when he gets it done. Now that there's
1: no school, are you telling me schools out for the summer? Dug-a-da-dung, dug-a-da-dung. I heard it was out forever. <laughs> it could be, could be.
0: So that that's who we would pick. Those are our three choices.
1: So and wait, rack time, Rob has become free time, Rob.
0: That in theory, yes. Okay. Cool. That is that is the end of post sock. So we had a lot of them today. So uh, that's probably the last live post sock we're going to do for a while. We're going to tweak the format a little bit. Where are we run so long on these episodes week after week after week? that We have to find something to get get the time down on them a little bit. I think we're going to do going to do wrecked or uh, post sock. <laughs> first episodes where we answer a couple of time. maybe get some experts in, like if somebody wants to know something about a specific figure, we can get somebody like a Biff McHonky Donk, who is a respected, you know, encyclopedia of GI Joe knowledge uh, to to answer those questions more in depth, as opposed to just the three of us taking a much drunk stabs at things.
2: I'll get my pipe and tweed coked.
0: Oh nice, <laughs> yeah. Smoking <laughs> jacket. <laughs> Coming exactly. This postdoc. Um, I guess we'll roll it. We're we're past an hour. I, I do want to get this get start getting times down a little bit. So let's let's roll right into what we got in. And I know Phil, you've got a presentation for us. Oh. <laughs> so we're gonna let you go first here.
2: I got in a bag. Woo! <laughs>
0: Looks like it's Walmart, so a bag could be anything from, um, you know, a, like rice to fine jewelry to nothing. To nothing it's
2: not a box. You know? box. Uh, I would like to say this came in because Target kept postponing a pre-order I made and then just outright canceled it earlier this week. That's going on. In fact, they canceled it yesterday, so I then went and looked up and found on Walmart app that for a few bucks more. I could have next day <laughs> classified Lady J.
0: Oh, no. Nice. Lady J. All right. All right. Excellent. That's much better than bagged broken glass.
2: Well, I mean, there's there, it could still be in here. You never know. <laughs> so
1: they, they packed but, uh, Keep it and broke
2: glass. I'm glad she's actually complete, because when, when Target sent me my flint figure... It was clearly a flint that had been returned to the store because the package had been opened and the accessories removed. Awesome. <laughs> so, yay, Target!
1: Target customer service, first rate.
2: Hmm. So I'll, I'll stick with uh, this lady, Jay, and uh, be happy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Gonna get, a, get an order in for Johnny Switchblade Action Punk next. <laughs> Go with that bag of glass. So what else? Anything? You get anything else in recently, Phil? Anything else we got to know
2: about? Um, nothing else this week. Nope. Actually, it's pretty light for me. But, anything uh,
0: Diana Davis can steal from you?
2: Uh, nothing that I'll admit to on camera.
1: Well, got, got any animation <laughs> cells of Scarlet just laying around?
2: Oh, it's funny you should mention that. Uh, I, I, do, I, I, do. I
0: do. I figured. <laughs> Put that back up, Phil. It's- Let's get you. Uh, yeah,
2: for that. the ceiling of my bookshelf feels naked without it. Yeah. Well, that is the official storing place of how you're supposed to keep animation cells.
0: Oh no, no, get it, get it back in so I can I can show it. To oh, people. give us a good look. <laughs> you get the top billing right here. All right. That's right. Is that from Deke? Is my it question. is from Deke? Yes. Okay. So it's that one terrible episode of Deke where where Scarlet complains about having to do a mission because she'd rather go shopping instead.
2: Uh, I can't remember which episode off the top of my head. I do know this particular cell doesn't actually show up in the episode because it's like right before commercial break. I think right at the editing is that that motion just stops right before they get to this particular one. So it doesn't actually show up, but it's, it's close. It's very close.
1: Hold it up. because This is my, my scarlet hang up. I'm always beating on Scarlet's right-handed, people. Keep that crossbow in the correct hand. Even the, the classified figure, the trigger finger, is out to hold the crossbow in her right hand. So get it right, people.
0: Man, <laughs> that dead horse hasn't moved at all since the last Right-handed.
1: <laughs> right-handed Scarlet, brutal chest cut. And I'm good. Hasn't changed at all. All
0: right. You're good, <laughs> Phil. We, we've established legal precedent of your ownership, so you can put it. A- Back <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Mark Weber, what you get it?
1: So uh gotta give a, a shout out mixed in. So as you know, I'm I'm uh I'm done with Target uh for having canceled pre-orders and claiming to have sent me an email that they I did like not. Too. Yeah, because he uh, <laughs> welcome welcome aboard. There's room, not a lot, but there's some room over here on the dock off the good ship target. Um and not you know, not overly you know, hung up or, or, you know, vengeance seeking about it. Just was treated poorly as a customer and won't give him my business. So that's a problem when they have something unique that you want as part of your collection. So kudos uh, to Joe, famed Joe and Action Force uh, writer Bill Nedro, and his wife Colleen, who brought this little guy to the collection. So he's. He's amazing, he's such a good figure. The one complaint I have, and let's get in here close enough. When you're looking at his eye patch, it's just a thousand percent black, right? Uh, this is hard to do, but yeah, just full-on black. But on the artwork, it's got this cool Kano red thing going on, right? So I don't know if they missed that paint app or that changed or it's easy enough to add in, I suppose, if you have any artistic talent, but I'm the king of lazy bastard customs, right? I'm not that comfy with a, with a paintbrush. So, um, but just to show you how, how good a person and a pal, uh, Bill Nedro is, he found this for me, sent it to me, you know, at cost and said, Is there anything else you need? He lives in Chicago or nearby. And I went, as a matter of fact, if you're hitting up or near Gibson's Steakhouse, and there's two or three of them in Chicago, their steak seasoning is through the roof good. And I'm almost out of it. So I also got some uh, Gibson's (laughs) Steak Seasoning salt.
0: Major blood and steak
1: seasoning. Yeah. Wow. Ship next day. So... I'm not going to shop at target anymore, but I'll shop at, uh, at Nedro express all the time because uh, he did me as an absolute solid. So, uh, I appreciate that,
0: man. Yeah. it's a good day. That's a good day at the office. Right. There. One time
1: coming back from Chicago, matter of fact, the one that's out now, I don't, I don't mess with the TSA guys, right? Cause they don't have a sense of humor and you can get in trouble, but coming back from Chicago, they unzipped my carry-on roller and the guy took this out and said this exact thing and said, What is this? I said, It's seasoning salt. It says right on there, excuse me. Seasoning salt. And the guy was having a bad day. I don't know when deal was and he said, What is this? I said, it's seasoning salt. And he frowned. I'm gonna have to check it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to test it. He said, I'm gonna have to test it. And I said, Well, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and he he gave me a you're not funny look, but to this day I will fight that he was wrong on that. That was pretty good line. Agreed. Gonna have to test this.
0: So Phil, you're showing off a custom there.
2: Yeah, I've got somebody saw it in the background earlier on, so I figured I'd to show it off a little bit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> hey, that gun is ridiculous.
2: Yeah, uh, wait, I. Wait.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: I kind of kickbashed that together from like four different six scale gun kits. So just doing what I can and a blade from Van Helsing. <laughs> that's
1: outstanding. So yeah. Something useful came from Van Helsing after all. Yeah. I didn't just,
2: pay- just that one thing, though. <laughs> I
1: hope you didn't pay full price for that Van Helsing toy.
2: I did not. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it was complete, too. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: Did you buy the toy just for the blade?
2: I okay. did, yes.
1: Awesome. Well
0: done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna is it possible to pay full price for a Van Helsing toy? Anyway. Oh, that, we don't want to do that. We get, there we go. There we go. There we go. Let's get Phil back in the bottom row where he belongs. He's the guest.
1: <laughs> right.
0: To be the focus of attention. I I I get to sit here with the little duck guy for a change.
1: Hey, I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> that little duck guy. I'm the point guard. Who knew? His
2: name is Quackers.
1: <laughs> hey. Is that true? I have no idea. I'm just saying, you spend enough time with that duck, Frogman's going to get jealous. Anyways, don't you have a Frogman within arm's reach? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. the the fabulous Frogman, in fact. Frog yeah.
1: Dash Man, not Torpedo Frogman. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, if you're not building that Stilt Man, I could probably use his piece. <laughs> you know what?
1: No,
0: absolutely. Just, just uh, send me your send me your address. It's yours.
2: Look at that. Awesome. <laughs> now I don't have to buy Frogman.
1: <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. A, yes. Uh, and now, uh, and an extra just stuff. now, Phil realizes it was worth his time to come on the ship. piece. <laughs> I'm just going to ship him an empty envelope. So it, it's just
2: right no one of cruel RPGs.
0: fate.
1: Just write Walmart on the outside.
0: Put that little star emblem. Yeah. What happened this week? Um, courtesy of Roma Collectibles. It's Beachhead number twenty.
1: Ooh,
2: God, huh? Milestone.
0: <laughs> he's got a. He's got the accessory pack gun and the accessory pack backpack. He's got the satchel, the original satchel here. It's a little chewy but it's it's there and like this figure is incredible has incredibly tight joints like it is a great figure with really weird paint apps but this is a figure with with personality at number 20 so we're we're happy with it i'll get a picture of him up on, on uh, uh what's it called instagram before too long but we'll we'll get it uh, we'll get him going and along with that uh, I, I did round out the, the troops a little bit. I got a couple of Cobra Infantries from Roma Collectibles. You can check them out at romacollectiblesshop.com. I don't know what the availability on these guys is at this point, but worth a shot. And you're helping a, a small retailer make some mortgage payments. So any anytime you can do that for, for somebody who's been as good to the community as, as Aaron Dietrich
1: has been, yep. you do that sort of thing. Hey, I got a beachhead question. Yes. Did you always hang the satchel around the backpack, or did you put it on his shoulder?
0: No, I, I do that now, because it's just the least fuss, least must way to get get it on the figure. Yeah. But I didn't. I like. I didn't do that as a kid. I used to just put it around his shoulder.
1: I always had it on the backpack. I like that. But then again, I'm a guy who had. I just found out that I had uh, what Voltar's
2: backpack on sideways forever. <laughs> Well, got- I think a lot of people did because <laughs> it looks like an antenna. I thought it was a radio <laughs> yeah. antenna.
1: Yeah, not a, a buzzard perch. perch. <laughs> a
0: so yeah, no. Oh. Get get Phil's Phil's
1: arm. Still man, hey. I like it better in pieces. It's like the Civil War. Still man, <laughs> Civil War medicine.
0: Stilt man. Yep. Oof. Dearest Lenore. Gettysburg was a harsh battle. I did not come out of it whole.
1: Yeah, the Punisher shot me in the nad with a bazooka.
2: I imagine that's all one letter. I did not come out of it whole. Yeah, the Punisher shot me at the nads.
0: My left arm was amputated, hence why this letter is completely
2: unreadable.
1: It's funny that they left that part out of the movie, but whatever.
2: Well, they hadn't introduced Stilt Man yet, so... No, no. (laughs) It was just a logistics issue.
1: (laughs) But Punisher was waiting.
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh, He's not a fan of (laughs) stilts.
0: As this descends further into madness, that's a good sign to move on into shout-outs. Phil, you're our guest. Who are we shouting out to?
2: Oh, I suppose we're shouting out to Patrick Stewart, my friend and cohort on my Articulated Points podcast. And Say hi. <laughs> where
0: can we find articulated points, sir?
2: You can find articulated points uh, right here on YouTube as well. And we also have it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, really just have to search for articulated points. There aren't a whole lot of uh, other people using that name, so that works out for us. <laughs>
0: there is already a link for that down in the... down in the.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you can...
1: Convenient.
2: <laughs>
0: right over to articulated points once we're done here. And, and you can hit the little subscribe button and you can see uh, Phil and Patrick every time they put out episodes which is not quite weekly but
2: we try to go monthly <laughs> we have schedules
0: yeah well, I mean you guys also do pretty deep dives in your subject matter and it's yeah. not always GI Joe it's it's really just all across toy lines just really obscure stuff and, and interesting subject matter
1: well, I'm glad no one's cyber squatting on the articulated points name because if you type in Patrick Stewart, you're going to have a hard <laughs> time getting where you Yeah, want he's to go. a little
2: bit down in the uh, the search results. Yeah, he's going to be down there a little bit.
0: <laughs> Some old English guy keeps hogging all the spotlight. It's terrible. Yeah, whatever. Old man.
2: What did you do, Dune? Nobody cares. Right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, Dune. <laughs> Who else are we shout out to, Phil?
2: <laughs> that's, that's, that's gonna be it for me today
0: mark go for it man
2: you sure
1: you you don't want to take over you feel like it looks like you have something to say
0: I know I just I just I got the giggles there man I Let,
1: got the hey, let's, let's all come together for a shout out and wish a happy birthday to noted author James Cavanaugh
0: yes James Cavanaugh 78 years young today.
1: Right? He looks great <laughs> for 78.
0: Absolutely fantastic. When I,
1: w- when I was as old as him, I was about his age, and uh, he'll be down at Joe Fest, uh, so looking forward to uh, getting a little Kavanaugh time down there in Augusta.
0: Be careful. Sometimes Kavanaugh time gets a little out of control.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Socially distance Kavanaugh time, so.
2: Beware when he breaks out the body suits. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: Or the very tinted uh, oils. It's more dangerous when the body suits go away. I'm told. Fine.
0: So it off to of James Cavanaugh, everybody. That's right. Happy birthday,
1: happy birthday. To, to James Jimmy Cavanaugh. Jimmy, wow. Jimmy, Joe, Jack. That's it. Uh Joe, what is it? Joey, Jojo Jr. Shabadoo. That guy.
0: Yeah, that guy that's the one that's it. you just call it out and he answers to it
1: that's my that's my shout out
0: all right uh shout outs of course to the the fourth man of of the what's on joe mine team Racktime rob mm-hmm. taking his abuse in the other room and not not coming out to throw stuff at me free time rob right free time, rob. <laughs> uh to joe colton who is our obviously our host in absentia uh, enjoying some kind of relationship anniversary tonight. So we had to give her the night off. She wasn't going to show what up. What are those? You've got to be single like me and Phil. or dead inside like the honcho. And, you know, the honcho the honcho's not dead inside. He's just smart enough to not have any anniversaries on Friday nights.
1: I try to keep my anniversaries in line, all of them. That's what we call professional as well. We yeah.
0: And of course, a shout out also to the wristlock, who's on the other end of that relationship and anniversary. Good man, the wristlock. Uh, <laughs> our great sponsors at Kokomo Toys uh, to Todd and Amber and the whole gang up that way. Uh, thank you for all you do for us, uh, as far as getting the word out on the show. And of course, to all of the folks who joined us tonight in the live stream. Big hand to you guys. Give yourselves a round of applause. That's right. Got up to a good 25-27 at certain points tonight. Uh, Thank you for tuning in with us and spending your Friday night uh, with us. Probably won't be doing Fridays for too much longer as things start to open up. But for the time being, that's what we got. And thank you for your time Uh, to anybody who's watching this show on the recording. We appreciate you, too. Thank you so much for your time uh, spending with us. That's why we're we're trying not to waste quite so much of it. So we're going to get out like a good 20 minutes earlier than last time. Go us, right? Right. Just being disciplined. Less of us is called progress.
2: <laughs> hey.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, we are heading into Memorial Day weekend, so please take a few moments this weekend and remember the ultimate sacrifice paid for those uh, here in the U.S. to maintain our our freedoms and our society and and all the good things that we enjoy day in and day out. I, that was a that was a change, wasn't it? That was a turn, but a good turn all the same. It was it was one that needed to be said because we need to we need to recognize those who who fell. And uh, I guess that's all we got. Any last last minute last thoughts? Anything going once, going twice?
2: I think we're good. Mm, nothing.
0: Let's get out of here. Um. Remember, get yourself vaccinated. It's free. It doesn't hurt. You might get a little bit of a sniffle afterwards, but you'll be okay. Uh, the more, the, the sooner we all get vaccinated, the sooner that life truly gets back to normal. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, continue to be safe. Practice social distancing, mask up, and avoid social gatherings. Uh, like Dagon says, stay safe if you can't keep careful. And that's great advice. Uh, so uh, please do that. And we'll see you next week. Next Friday at 9, we'll be back here on What's on Joe Mind. Everybody have a great evening. Great long weekend, and uh, have a hot dog for us.
1: With some seasoning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, he's hitting the butt with a little zest. Yeah. Product placement. <laughs>